good. That's good. But also not good. He's coming in. He's trying to give me more cookies. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Apologetically Me. I'm Maggie. I'm Wanda. And we're here to talk about decisions. Decisions, decisions, decisions. But before we get started, Wanda, tell the people what you got going on. So, it hasn't been that long since we filmed the last episode, and I have no other update, so I'm going to give another update on the planning for Japan. (laughs) Jordan has not yet received his credit card. That is the update. Also, we haven't checked the mail, so unclear. (laughs) That's so funny. I think I was telling Nick about your update, and he was like, oh, so he got the credit card. And I said, no, 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 he ordered the credit card. And he was like, okay, how is that helpful as an update? And I was like, I don't know. You tell me. (laughs) Well, I did go on and explain (laughs) why that. (laughs) Yes, but (laughs) as for an update update, I don't know. Did you hear back yeah. about the... Actually, no. I guess we just filmed so recently. I was going to ask if you heard back from the update about the conferences. But I just found out no. about these conferences on Monday. So it hasn't been a week yeah. yet. Also, a really long week. Yes. I mean, I don't find out until April. And that's for only one. The second one, I don't find out until like end of April, May maybe. Mm. Mid-April maybe. So I think beginning of April and April, mid-April. Fair. My life is just waiting. It's just waiting for things to happen. So what's your update this week? I have no update. Other than that, this has been a ridiculously long week and I'm tired and work is killing me. And I feel like sometimes I come out of meetings and I'm like, man, that was awful. I hate this place. And then I come out of another meeting and I'm like, huh, this is so lovely. People are so lovely here. So it really is like a toxic relationship. I don't know what to tell you. Is it the people? Um, it's a mix. People, work, that kind of things. Like, I think we talked about it before, but you ever had those moments where you're like, what's the point in all this? What am I even doing right now? I think that's called an existential crisis, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. It happens a lot. And I think it's kind of part of, like, we've just been going to bed, like, really late lately. Like, I Mm -hmm. just get home so late, and then I just feel like time, like, my day is, like, robbed from me. So then I, like, purposely put off going to bed, but then, you know, late start, then I'm cranky, and I'm tired, and then it happens all over again. So, you lose, you lose. Mm. I'm so sorry for you always losing. (laughs) Thank you. One day I will win. Today yes, is not I feel day, like but one day will be a win. <laughs> hey, it could be any day. You just need to change your mentality. Yeah, I guess so. Anyway, that's it for me. Mm. What What's new with you? I mean, no, I already asked you that. What's your beef or crush? <laughs> so if we remember last time, my beef and my crush was McDonald's iced coffee. So shortly after that... <laughs> The next day, no, two days later, I try to go in to buy McDonald's coffee, and it is now two eighty for a medium, instead of the dollar fifty that I had come to expect. So, I guess what I wanted came true, but I didn't want it to come true. Not like this. <laughs> Not like this, exactly. And it was also really weird because it's like, why did it change midway through the week? But not like on a friday or like a sunday you know like it seemed weird that between monday and wednesday the offer disappeared not weird to me mcdonald's is always listening they're a big amg pals amg apologetically me girls uh (laughs) (laughs) yes i totally knew that (laughs) yeah maybe maybe my i guess i wished it into fruition it's anyways uh so i bought sugar-free syrup instead to be like 
can I emulate this? And I'm going to go buy some half and half tonight and going to make my own iced coffee tomorrow. And nice. we'll see how that goes. Nice. Yeah. That's good. Maybe mm-hmm. it'll Especially- save you more money in the long run. I don't know. I would have to do some math because it's it was like twelve-ish dollars to buy the syrup, and then also the cost of the cream. And I guess we already had McDonald's coffee at home, but also it could be, like, I should also factor in that cost. So I need to like add each line item and then divide it by how much, like, how many times I'm going to be able to have each thing, and then it see in the long run if it makes sense. It probably does. I mean, it has to. Hope so. <laughs> yeah if it doesn't i'd just be like well McDonald's, <laughs> it is i just need it to last between march and when dollar drink days happen <laughs> yeah that's funny so that is my beef i guess hmm. of the week side note um i think i saw this tiktok where they were like actually eating out is becoming cheaper than grocery shopping and they're, like, mm-hmm. getting catering meals, too, like because restaurants offer that as an option. Like, getting that is, like, best way to meal plan. I don't know how true that is. It's just what I hear through the TikTokers. Obviously, I'm not going to try that. Mm. Hmm. I mean, it makes sense because it sometimes it's starting to feel like getting HelloFreshes are, like, is actually cheaper than going grocery shopping. Like, just for the price of meat and stuff. Mm. Yeah. My meat is free from my mother. Because she buys, like, a whole pack from Costco, and then I'll be like, hey, give me two pieces. And that's how I get my meat. I feel like, um, it's not free, because you do work for her. (laughs) Yeah. You're right. It's not that free. My coworker said he's gonna order from us. And I'm like, wow, that's great. But then I'm also like, oh no, you're going to see me at my worst. <laughs> it's that's kind of why I never told people like where the restaurant that I had was, because like I didn't want that to happen. I also like don't I feel like sometimes people just talk too much and like complain too much and I feel like if they're unhappy with the experience that they get, like food-wise, for example, they might complain to you about it. And I'm mm. like, I don't I don't need that from... I told a customer, like, where I worked, and since then, he's just been complaining about my workplace. <laughs> like, the services they provide. And I'm like, you need to go in, and you gotta talk to a financial advisor about that. I can't help you here, my guy. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that like that is exactly what would happen. Yeah, yeah. That's the way the world crumbles. Yeah, I mean, I've been experience. I haven't really been experiencing that at work, but it's just like emails that I sometimes read, and I'm like, ugh, people, people mm-hmm. sometimes. Mm-hmm. So, what is your beef or crush of the week? Okay. Um, my beef. I think I have beef. I Yeah, okay, lately I've been thinking about it a lot, and lately it's my beef with myself, because I'm trying to find, like, a nice picture of myself to send to Kathy and Kim for them to include on their wedding RSVP thing, and I literally scroll through the pics, and I'm like, ew, my hair was so gross back in the day. And even now, I'm like, ew, my hair is so gross. There's literally no hairstyle that suits me. And I'm just having, like, a midlife crisis about my hair. But I'm like, maybe it's, like, my face. Because, you know how my goal is, like, to lose weight and, like, go down to dress size? But lately, I've been, like, gaining some weight. And, like, my clothes have been kind of tight. And I'm like, oh, my God. I'm going reverse. I'm going to pay $300 soon. But I won't spiral just yet because I still have a while to go. But anyway, I have beef about my hair. So if anyone has any hair suggestions, let me know. What exactly are you concerned about with your hair? I don't know. I just feel like it looks weird. I mean... That's so unspecific. I'm so sorry. (laughs) 
Like, I don't know. I just feel like it... It just didn't, like, frame my face nicely. Is that your hair's problem? Or is that just, like, the way the pictures are taken of you? Or is it just my face? <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> we'll never know. Um, I don't let my boyfriend take pictures of me because he doesn't know my angles. And he only takes bad pictures of me. And then I see them. And then I spiral. So then I'm like, don't take pictures of me. But then I'm also like, why don't you have any pictures of me on your phone? So, Lulu's. Yeah. I feel like there was so many pictures of me on Jordan's phone. And then there was, like, nothing. Because I just <laughs> stopped, like, my whole, like, I need a picture for Instagram. And so now there's just no pictures of me. Hey guys, pictures don't only have to be for social. They're for eyeballs too. Yeah, but then I'm like, I don't, I like, ugh, I don't know. So it's just hard. Like the, the motivation isn't there for me to just take a picture, you know? Yeah, that's fair. I take very little pictures of Nick now, and they're mostly pictures of Jackie. Because then he looks <laughs> cute. It's like when you have children and you only take pictures of your child. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's my long-winded piece. I hope you don't spiral because it's only been a month. Oh, you have so much longer to go. Yeah. Yeah. It's concerning. I mean, is it though? Like, weight, it, weight is a fluctuation. Like, it's yeah, you're going to have good months and you're going to have bad months. So I wouldn't be too concerned if I were you. It's not that I gained weight. That's the worst part. It's that I'm losing muscle and I'm gaining fat. Oh. That's I mean, the, that's the at worst least part. it has been somewhat of a motivation for you to go to the gym. Yeah. And to watch what I eat. I hope in a good way and not in, like in a bad way. Yeah. I think like the hard part is like, no offense, it's relationship weight. I'm not blaming Nick, but it's that because he tends to eat a bit and then I'm like, oh, I'll just eat the same amount as him. No problem. Or whenever he's eating, I'm like, okay, sure, I'll eat that too. And I'm like, but realistically, I don't want to eat cereal at like 12 o'clock at night. Like, that's not what I would do. But he does because he needs a midnight snack. And he's like perfectly fine. And I gain like 10 pounds if I eat some cereal at midnight. Yeah, I was going to say, that's kind of funny because like between the two of you, he like – you are the temptress. You are the one who's like, let's go out to eat. Let's get that fun snack. Or like, I need something to get me through the week. So it's like, interesting that you're blaming him. <laughs> Literally last night was like, I'm craving cookies. And I was napping. And then he made dinner and cookies, which is very sweet of him. But it was like 12 cookies. And now we're down to six. And I'm like, how did this happen? How did we eat six cookies in less than 24 hours? He is a temptress. Yes. <laughs> I, the alternative is what? Like, he doesn't make you cookies? <laughs> I didn't ask for cookies. I was thinking about cookies on my way home from work. I didn't even tell him that. He, We're just synced. We, we just both think about cookies a lot. That's good. That's good. But also, not good. He's coming in. He's trying to give me more cookies. Did you like it? No. <laughs> Did he hear you? He heard the cookie talk. <laughs> yeah, it's funny that he's like, he would also collect on his 100. Yeah. He asked me if I would actually collect on his, and I was like, yeah, but I'll take you out to dinner afterwards. But like, you know how like with animals and training them, you're supposed to like reinforce good behavior and you're supposed to correct bad behavior. Are you not just reinforcing bad behaviors? Well, I feel like it's very unlikely for him to not do his goal because he's like talked about it so much and so many people have donated to him that it's like, if he doesn't do it, it's like, I want my money back. Like we, we all invested so much in here. Yeah. I know it's for like dementia research but also if he doesn't do it i expect my money to be back returned back to me and doubled <laughs> dementia research will go down 
<laughs> yes, unfortunate that Dementor Research is the the collateral damage to all of these. Yeah. To our bet. Mm-hmm. Moving on to our topic. Decisions, decisions, decisions. That's hard to say three times. Um, we want to talk about how we process things. How do we make our decisions? Wanda, start us off. Yeah. So this all started when I thought I had a normal decision-making process that everyone did for, because I generalize what I do to what everyone does. And apparently that is not the case. So Maggie, how do you make the big decisions in your life? Oh, well, obviously I can never make a single decision by myself because I strive to people please and I'm very anxious. Um, so my first thing is I talk about it and rant about it to my boyfriend. Then while I'm doing that, I also text Wanda. And then while I'm doing that, I also, if it's like really big, then I call my mom. And then um, I reflect on it a few, a few days later. And then I think I go through the same process again. Like I'll bring it up to my boyfriend, Wanda, my mom, Gabby. Um, yeah, like the last big decision was like getting a new job. So like that process went on for maybe a week. Just recycling, going back to these people, making my pros and cons list. Um, yeah, I think everyone has like very heavy input into my opinions. I'm trying to think of who is the biggest influence. I don't know. I don't know who has the biggest influence, depending on which way I'm leaning, I guess. Like if I'm so you have like, the biggest influence. I do, but then like I almost like ask people and I want them to reaffirm. And if I don't like what they're saying, then I'm like, no, you're out of here. You're not part of my decision making process anymore. Mm. So I think I think that's how I make the big decisions, but not not too sure. How about you? Yeah. So I thought it was because like. I'm more with like go with the flow now but I think I've always just kind of been like this but I think it's just because I don't feel like I have that much control over my life like I don't have that much agency because like I think back to like what is considered to be like a big decision and I feel like either other people have kind of just made it for me because I just don't care enough or like situations have made it for me and that's kind of like the best out of like all the different choices or stuff but like I kind of just like know like it just happens like I let things choose me rather than me actively choosing it can you give an example sense? of like the last big decision you've had to make I guess like choosing a job I guess is like the last big decision I had to make but the thing is I didn't choose it it chose me in a way like because as we all know, I have been job hunting for a very long time at this point, And this was the only job that basically gave me an interview. And it was good enough that I was like, sure, why not? I will take it. So like there was never any doubt in my mind that if I, I guess like if any part of the process was bad, like I would have just said no, but no process of part of it was bad. The pay was fine. Everything was fine. It was good enough for the situation that I was in. So like, even though it didn't choose me, it did choose me. And because it chose me, I chose it. Hmm. So you're saying that this is unlike how other people do it. When or like what are other people's decision process that made you feel like, damn, I'm alone? Well, everything you just said. Oh, so like my decision making <laughs> thing, like a lot of people go through that apparently yeah apparently like the whole like trying like going back and forth on things like making pro cons list talking to people about it reflecting on the decision thinking about like your feelings towards it sitting on it like thinking about your future if you chose that like a b or c or whatever like all those things are things people do hmm well good to know that i'm not alone but now I'm like, what? Like, I feel like I've seen you contemplate on things. But now I'm trying to think about, like, what the last big thing you contemplated on was. Because a job isn't really, like, a really big decision. I mean, like, yeah, no, it is. But 
in the sense that like your option was return to this job or don't return to this job. I don't even think that was an option for you. I think they just like jumped the gun and gave it to you. <laughs> yeah, but I mean like, yes, a job isn't like a major decision, but also yes, it is a major decision because think about the process that you went through last time but when you were going to change jobs. Yes. But that was changing jobs. But for your process specifically, are you referring to like accept accepting their job offer or like accepting the extension of the job offers they gave you? Accepting the job offer? No, uh, like I guess also accepting the extension of the job offer because it's like I could have just not. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I guess. But also I feel like I want to be a dick, but I feel like it's not a big caliber for a big decision. Yeah. Because that's, yeah, or else you would have been like, oh, I need to go job hunting again. Because you, like you said in previous episodes, you combine your self-worth to a job. And I think that's why the decision was so easy for me. Mm -hmm. But think of like a really big decision you had to make. I feel like the only, okay. If I had to go to, like, the major decision of my life, like, the one I probably thought about the longest was the decision of whether or not to date Jordan. Like, Jordan's my boyfriend. <laughs> I think that was probably the biggest decision because I kept on going back and forth on that for a while. But then one day I woke up and I just knew. Like, does that – like, because – no matter how much time I had spent deliberating and making those like pro con lists in my head, I was like, is this a good idea? Like, but there's this about him and then there's this about him and like oh, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, well, there's like these cons and then there's these pros. And like, I would go back and forth on that. And I'm like, in the end, it was always like kind of like a, maybe like a 60, 40, maybe a 50, 50. I don't know. Like I could always make up more reasons, but like that never caused me to be able to make a decision like I never went on that and was like okay like this is what I'm gonna do then until one day I woke up and I knew what I wanted to do okay but how long did that process take for you to kind of wake up because when you wake up when you woke up you your mind was made up like the decision was made but how long did that process take probably like a few months Okay, but you did you ever talk to about it with anyone, or it was just like internal monologue? Internal monologue, hmm. and it wasn't like I thought about it every single waking moment and every single day. It was just one of those things where it's like I might just think about like, oh, this might pass through my mind or something, or like, oh, right before I go to bed, I might think about it. It wasn't like something that was like this is so top of mind that I can't. I have like debilitating like anxiety over what to do. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, that's probably my, that was probably the decision in my life that actually took the most amount of time. Why didn't so. you want to talk about it with anyone? Well, I feel like we did have like one conversation about it, but it never really came up again. Yeah, I think I'm just generally a very guarded person where I don't like to talk about my feelings. And I think I'm getting better at that because I do feel like I open up to you more and it is something that I'm trying to actively work on where I reflect on the things that I am feeling and like I'm not just sharing like only happy things with you but also sad things as well or like things where I don't feel like I did the best on or like I could improve on. So, maybe that's why. Hmm. Okay. So, a little bit of pride when it comes to decision making. I don't know if pride is the right word, but guarded. Well, like, like you don't an element show... of ego. Yeah, like you don't want to show your vulnerability, maybe. Yeah, but that was kind of the only decision where I didn't know immediately, I guess. When you were looking for a place to live, was there a lot of decision making? Um, not really. I knew what I wanted. Uh, 
I knew the location. Okay, so I knew the locations that I wanted because I had done like some research about it. And it also, I knew the criteria. It had to be within a like 10 minute walking distance to the gym. So from there, there's like not that many spots. There's really just two spots that could have really, uh, maybe three. Like it was like, we'll see kind of situation. But um, this place actually, it was like fine. But then I saw something better and I was like, ooh, actually I like that better. But then the agent was like, hey, they accepted your offer. So I was like, I'm a little bit sad that I never got the possibility to experience that other place. But you know what? I'm happy enough with the decision of like getting the place and stuff. So again, it just, it chose me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I mean, not that. I mean, it chose you, but you also put your name forward, which is good. When you... Well, I didn't. Jordan did. Oh, okay. But when you saw it, when you saw like something that fit your criteria, you were like, yes, go for this one. Put your name down. Oh, yeah, 100%. I, I don't know. I think I never told this story on the pod, but it was, I saw it posted like less than like an hour ago because I was just like constantly scrolling through like ads on Zumper and like Kijiji and all that stuff. Um, because Jordan wasn't, and he wasn't doing it fast enough. And I was like, you need some urgency here because like all the places you keep contacting are like immediately off the market. Like basically when he was contacting them, it was already like rented. So I was like, you need urgency. So I started doing it and I looked through it and I found this one, the one that we're currently at and I messaged them. And this person was like a real estate agent that had posted immediately like messaged back a couple hours later. And then it was like, such a quick process that like I was sending them documents for Jordan at like 12 o'clock at night and this real estate agent was still responding to me and like setting things up so like within a span of like 24 hours we had like well I I sent over like all the like application stuff we had already booked the viewing and everything for the following day wow yeah So it happened very, very quickly and in large part due to the real estate agent just being like really, really good. So if anyone's looking to rent or buy a place downtown Toronto, I have someone I would like to recommend. Hmm. But yeah, so it, see, that's the thing, fate. It's the, the way that the world goes. It was like meant to be, you know what I mean? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I don't want to say it's meant to be because you also put in like, a considerable amount of effort that we should not overlook oh yeah but i appreciate that um i guess fate has like a small play in it yeah i mean it's one of those things where it's just like just like the building that you live in fate yeah like i mean a part of it was like you saw the building you're like this is the building that i hope to rent in one day and then the other place you saw was like meh or like some no you didn't get it mm. because oh, someone yeah, had yeah. put it off but yeah. then you still ended up in the same building mm-hmm. yeah that's fair i guess so when you put it like that fate is into our decisions but yeah i guess when fate isn't a factor when it comes down to decisions we all process things a little differently okay so now thinking back to like what would you consider like all the big decisions that you've made in your life um big decisions i would say the most recent one was probably changing jobs that i went through quite a bit of an ordeal another one was probably moving out because i had it so good at home and then to move out with my boyfriend. I feel like that was a big change too. Um, hmm. What else was a big decision? I feel like there there have been like smaller decisions that I've gone through, but I like blow them up in the moment because I think it's such a big deal. But realistically, it's not. Like deciding what to do for my birthday. Like, to me, that was, like, such a big decision-making. And I was like, oh, my God, I cannot make this decision. Um, But realistically, it was, like, such a minor thing. As someone who really appreciates celebrating their birthday, um, I don't think I even had that much turmoil in deciding (laughs) 
any of my birthdays as that session was for you. Yeah. It's because, listen, I don't really care about my birthday very much. Like, it's it's like any other date. So I don't want us to, like, waste a lot of money. I don't want us to do anything extravagant. And it's cold outside. So I want to do very little and stay comfy and warm. That's my criteria in the winter. Yes. Okay. That's interesting. <laughs> I, Yeah, I do. I mean, I do see you doing that. I do see you blowing up smaller decisions into bigger things. That's just how I roll in my head. <laughs> but like, further back, like, do you think choosing the university you went to was a big decision? No, not really. Like you said, I think fate played a role. Like the two universities I really wanted to go to did not accept me. And then the one university out of the other four, like this one was just the best option. So I just chose it. Yeah, that was literally, maybe like people just have more options than we do. Like maybe they get accepted into more universities and then it becomes like a much harder choice to choose where to go. Well, I feel like for the programs that like me and you wanted to go into, like they're very select programs that are like really good. So if you don't get into those ones, then it's like, eh, any university will be okay. Like you can't go wrong. No offense to yeah. our universities. But like, yeah, I mean like, yeah, at the, the end of the day, it didn't, it didn't matter. Like, I chose it based off the name or, like, out of convenience. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, so, like, go you going to grad school, like, you've been talking about potentially getting an MBA for multiple years at this point. Do you consider that, like, a big decision? Mm, I feel like it was. Uh, I wouldn't say it's, like, big, big scale because I was only, like, thinking about the idea of even applying. Because I feel like there's, like, grad school is a huge decision decision to make. Like, not only do you have to apply, but, like, you have to study for it. Like, the tests and stuff. You have to, like, prepare whatever course or paperwork to be done. So, even just considering applying was, like, a, a big decision. Medium-sized decision. Um, it wasn't something that I was stressing over. It was just something that I was just doing some side research, like, hmm wonder if this is cool or not and yeah maybe it took me like two three years to kind of make up my mind i mean my mind still isn't made up but for now i'm like yeah it's a no for me when do you think like do the stars have to align for it to be a yes for you aligned as in my workplace is like hey we really see opportunity for you and we will pay for you to do this you should do it then i'd be like hell yeah but then if they want me to pay for it and send me to school then no yeah i mean the problem is i guess and it's shitty that you are going to experience this problem you one day want to have kids and you want to have kids rather soon so it becomes much harder to study for a test and some like or like just doing that whole process when you have a child and you're working full time so like not that you can't do it i'm just saying it's like the it's longer you mm -hmm. yeah yeah i i thought about that too because yeah like if i were to do it this is my time when i have no no reoccurring debts or anything like that but deaths yeah. <laughs> deaths or whatever it is having a child is like dead <laughs> yeah yeah really realistically um i don't know well i don't want to have kids for like a few years so i guess i still have a few years to decide but as of right now no most mba programs are two years just FYI. <laughs> as of right now no <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting because if you actually did decide a year or two ago they were uh if you had good enough grades they were bypassing the gmat oh yeah my grades sucked so i would oh, still have okay. to do the gmat either way okay well never mind i just i guess there is no perfect time yeah i mean 
I feel like it'll all work out in the end. I don't. So in terms of like decision making for that, my thing was like asking around and then hearing people's stories and then asking more around some more. And then, yeah, I that one, I didn't really, I think the only people I really asked for opinion was like you and I don't even think I Your asked mother. Mark. Yeah, my mother probably. My mother does for sure like want me to, but then I think like MBA, like my research was more when I didn't know what industry I wanted to go into or what field. Right. But now that I'm kind of like, I have an idea of what I wanted to go into, I don't think it would really help me or advance my career that much. Unless I want to do like C-suite, like get to that level, which I don't. So I'm not that ambitious. I mean, like even... It sucks, but, like, just having the acronym is, like, even for management roles, you might have a leg up than on your competition. Yeah. Which would be impressive. Or, but Or so I'm told. Yeah. But is it really worth it? Because so many people have management without that, those little yeah. three letters. So. Hmm. I mean, it's, this also sucks, but people who are older than us who are in these management roles have way less education than we do but they were able to get into the industry at a time where higher degrees weren't necessarily warranted or needed so it's just a different it's hard to compare yourself to something now like you know like looking at people who are in like management roles now because it's like it was a different time like they got into the industry at a different period of time there was different expectations so the playing field isn't exactly leveled in that way so it's like not a one-to-one -one comparison well it sounds like <sighs> you just have propaganda for me to do my mba i which is weird because it's like usually i'm the opposite i know <laughs> but now you're like do your mba <laughs> i'm not okay i didn't say do your mba i'm just saying like you cannot compare yourself to people who are currently in management roles because it's not fair because it's they didn't like it was less competitive then it was easier to get into like the different industries then and like it's not a one-to-one -one comparison anymore that was what i was saying it's i was saying the world is unfair and maybe doing an mba would help oh that doesn't sound great either the world is unfair End are of point. Are you trying to influence my decision making right now? No, I'm not trying to influence. I'm just, I am just giving my opinion about how I think the world is unfair. That's how the cookie crumbles. Yeah, that is very true. I feel like, what about your, like, getting together with Nick? Was oh that my not? God. I feel like I mostly talked to you about that. Like, that whole time was just, like, so much anxiety. Because I was like, does he like me? Am I doing enough? I don't know. But not a lot of... I think they were, like, before we were, like, official. Like, just when we were, like, dating. When it was stuff like, why isn't he replying to me? Oh. So, you know how, like... Did you spend so much time worrying if he liked you? But, like, did you ever think about, like, whether or not, like, you really liked him? Or did you just want to be liked by him? <laughs> Too late now. Because, <laughs> <laughs> um, like, all of your anxieties was, why isn't he texting me back? Does he like me or not? Like, did you, were you, did you think that because you really liked him and you wanted to be with him? Or did you think that because you just really wanted to be liked? I for sure really liked him. But... Like, everything he was saying, I was like, oh, my God, I think the exact same way. Um, and it was just making me scared that I liked him way more than he liked me. Hmm. Okay. That's fair. And then it amplified. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, oh, like became in the... into, why isn't he replying to me? Ah, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, like, that is, that is, like, the proper way. But I just want to make sure that you also <laughs> reflected on your feelings. <laughs> about um people pleasing after almost two years together i can officially say that we both very love each other <laughs> Aww. so yeah why wasn't that a major decision for you 
Not a decision. Well, like the decision as in like, do I date him or not? Because in my head, I was like, I will for sure date him. He just has to ask me the questions and respond to me. But like, it's a big decision deciding whether to spend your time with someone. Oh, to me, that was like a no-brainer almost. Like, yes, I will for sure spend time with you. I will for sure talk to you. You just have to show me initiative first. So not hmm. really decision there, but more about like, what do I say to him back? It's really weird because it's like, the reason, like, we were, I was talking about this with work, and my manager basically brought up, like, these things as, like, major life decisions. But, like, I feel the same way that you do, where it's, like, they weren't big decisions of my life, though. What did your manager bring up that was, like, a big decision? Choosing the university you went to, deciding to go to grad school, deciding to go to grad school again, choosing your partner, um, choosing to work at a place. Like, these were the big decisions. Moving somewhere, I don't know. Like, things like that. I could see how those are big decisions, but maybe just in our situations. Well, like you said, like, deciding to date Jordan was your major decision. University just happened to not be a big one for us. Everything else, I think, is, like, applicable. Well, was grad school, like, a huge decision for you, or you just knew, like, this is what I'm going to do? I mean, like, all of my life. I mean... Not all, but part of my life, my mom was like, you're getting an MBA. You're getting mm -hmm. an MBA. So, like, I didn't feel like there was much of a decision to make, I guess. Like, it was just like, oh, I'm graduating from school. I'm going to go get an MBA. Like, that mm -hmm. was just, you know how, like, in high school, your parents are like, you got to go to, like, a university. You got to get into university. And that's kind of what you spend your whole life doing up until the point you get into university. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was like that. But, like, when I was in university, it was like, you're going to get your MBA after this. So then mm -hmm. I did that. Mm -hmm. I guess the only decision I made was doing a PhD, which I think I did talk to. I knew I was going to do it. But I did talk to people about it. Yeah, I remember even when we kind of had discussion, without a doubt in my mind, you were going to do it. So it wasn't like phrasing, yeah. should I do it? It was more like, I'm going to do this. By the way, FYI. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, that was like that's kind of how I felt. But I was like, oh, I should talk to people about it and see like what their thoughts are. But it was like, and I was like, I thought I was projecting the whole like, oh, maybe should I do this? Maybe shouldn't I do this? But I think in my brain, I was like, now looking back at it, I was like, I think I like I already decided I was going to do it. I think that's, like, pretty respectful. Like, I was reflecting, I think, like, sometime last year where I was, like, I rely too much on, like, my circle to help me decision-make. When really, I wish I could do it myself. Like, very small decisions. I wish I could just rely on my brain in my inner heart instead of bouncing Aww. every idea I have off of you or Nick. So I think what you have is very cool. Well, okay, so let's now get into small decisions because I cannot make a small decision without bouncing it off of everyone for the life of me. I don't know what is wrong with me. Small decision as in, like, what's our plan for tonight? Yeah, like, I was like, oh my god, I there's so many options out there. You said Gusto, and then I was like, okay, let's do Gusto, but then I was like, I can't commit to this, so someone else make the reservation, and then no one else made the reservation, so I'm like, I'm not gonna do it. I don't want that much, like commitment to this plan it's like the things like what are we eating tonight or do i buy this pair of leggings like thing like those tiny decisions in my life i'm like i talked to jordan about it i think i put the items in my cart i think about it i think about it for a long time like i have spent more time thinking about like buying a pair of leggings than i have on deciding to go to grad school like that feels wrong, right? Yes. <laughs> I don't know what that phenomenon is, but I'm sure there is one out there that can explain this. I was going to say, like, with the whole planning thing and the reservations, I think it's because there's, like, too many hands in the pot. So you're like, I don't want to be the one to make the first move. It's like your whole restaurant thing. Like, mm -hmm. you don't want to be the one to follow them for some reason. I think it's, like, same, but different scenario. The whole leggings thing, 
That I don't know, but I feel like leggings are just like, it's easier to back out on. Grad school is not as easy to back out on. But yet I'm somehow more committed to grad school than I am committed to a pair of leggings. Like I could return the leggings. Yeah, I mean, leggings, I, I want to say it's because there's so many options and so many things at your fingertips that like, yes, you could return it, but also you like that you mm. want to keep it. Like it's still effort but you put more effort into grad school where you can't be like, I want to return this exchange, please. Like you can't do that for grad school. That's my theory. And, be and because of that, I think about it less. I think so because you've already accepted that this is a decision you can't back out on with leggings. You can back out on it so easily. Um, okay. So it's like, but like a relationship like you can back out of a relationship you can it's like easier backing out of a relationship than grad school i think well i could be wrong i don't know what the i don't know how to back out of grad school <laughs> that's why i, I think say it that. really just depends on what you value because it's like you back out of grad school you lose money and time you back out of a relationship you just lose time and money too well how much dollars have you put into jordan <laughs> Much less than I feel like I put into grad school. <laughs> so maybe maybe it's just like because I have so many like possible decisions to make. Yeah, you never know. Yeah. What about like what about you? How do you feel about small decisions? Uh, I definitely go back and forth on it too. Like deciding places for dinner. Um, that one takes me a while. But when it's, like, just me and Nick or, like, when I know the other person has, like, even worse decision-making skills than I do, then I do it. Well, with Nick, I phrase it as, hey, I'll let you make the decision. And then if he says something I don't like, then I'm like, mm, never mind, I'll make the decision. Oh, my gosh. I try not to do that. Like, if I do ask Jordan something and, like, only if I really, really don't want it, then do I be like, mm, no, let's do something else. But... That feels mean. <laughs> Poor Nick. Okay, it's because, like, if we get takeout, like, when we get takeout, it's, like, once a week. It'll be because, like, we get Korean fried chicken, like, every week. Then I'm like, not enough. Not again. We need to spice it up. Or sometimes, I don't know. He suggests, like, going to a place that's, like, a half-hour walk. And I'm like, no. <laughs> I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah. I, for, like, food decisions, I've been leaning towards the picking wheel. Like, there's, like, a website where you can put options onto a wheel, and then the wheel will spin, and oh. then, like, it'll choose, like, an mm -hmm. option. And it's kind of the same as using, like, heads or tails, like, flipping a coin to decide, because it's, like, when the when the coin is in the air, you'll know what you truly want. Mm. And if you don't, then the coin will make the decision for you. Mm -hmm. So it's like the wheel. The wheel will make the decision for you. So, mm. once again, I am giving Jesus the wheel. <laughs> It's do you find that you struggle with making small decisions? I think it depends on what they are. Usually I wanna say usually I don't, but some cases some decisions will just take me forever. And then I feel like when I drag on a decision, like other people are burdened too. Re my birthday. <laughs> God, that's such. A, it's gonna be. I'm so glad it happened, just for the fact that I can bring it up like so often because it has so many like use cases for some reason. This is a case study. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like when you go to business school, and it's like this is the case study that is like the perfect case study, and you can reference it mm -hmm. all the time. Yeah. Yeah, I think about this too. Yeah. So I'm glad it happened, even though it was in the moment. It wasn't. <laughs> What's that like Just... dumb Tumblr thing? Like, don't cry because it's over. Smile because it happened. I don't think it's a dumb Tumblr thing. I think that's just one of those like motivational quotes. Oh, yuck. Live, laugh, love. Yeah, like, oh, uh, if you don't love me at my best, then you can't have me at my worst or something. No, if you don't love me at my worst, you can't have me at my best. Marilyn Monroe. 
Hmm. I don't even know if Marilyn Monroe actually said that. <laughs> yeah, it's like I don't know if it's like falsely attributed to her, but everyone says she said it. So yeah. So now, after we've had this talk, what are your takeaways? Zero takeaways. I don't know. Be better at decision making. <laughs> You literally halfway through were like, oh, maybe I should stop bouncing, like, these small decisions well, off yeah. of my circle. Well, and... I already knew that, though. Not that oh. I thought about it from this podcast. I mean, I had a feeling that that was how you made decisions. Like, you said that your process was different from other people. And I was like, hmm, what is Wanda's process? And I was like, she already knows what she wants. Like, what decision making does she need to do? So, not that that's a bad thing. I think that's a pretty impressive thing. Is it just because I feel like I have no control over my life and you just have so much control over yours where you feel like you always have like a decision that you can make and there is a choice out there and not that the world has made one for you? Oh my god, I didn't see it like that at all. <laughs> <laughs> for you, I was like, wow, you have so much control over your life. You just know exactly what you want. But to you, it's like, there is no other option. I have to choose this. So this is a very different perspective we're having here. Concern for both of our mental health, TBH. <laughs> That's my biggest takeaway here. <laughs> I mean, like, the thing is, it's like, although we have very different decision-making processes, I do wonder if there are only two. Like, I do wonder what other people do, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think it's important to note that not all decisions are, like, permanent, you know? There's always an escape plan. Even if yeah. it's very costly, there's always an escape plan. Yeah. And I think that's a lot of, like, a lot of the things, like, the relationship advice things that get posted on Reddit and stuff, it's like, this person is super abusive, and they threatened to kill me a bunch of times, but I don't want to leave them. And it's like, but why? Like, this, yes, you might have a child with this person. Yes, you might be married to this person. But in the end, like, you can always leave something. The Like, you are your biggest obstacle yeah yeah i agree so i guess that's that'd be the plan um, no i feel like i was like on one hand i was like oh maybe if i was ever in that situation i'd be like i'd be so quick to leave because i knew exactly what i want i think but i wouldn't be it would be like i would endure it until i can't and then i'll wake up one day and be like ah i need to get out yeah i think that's the case with most physical or most abusive relationships <laughs> Like, they mm -hmm. never see themselves as a type to stay. But as we know from reading Colleen Hoover, apparently everyone stays. I. She left eventually, but. Yeah. And... <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, any final thoughts? Any final questions? No questions, only concerns. Okay, right. I forgot. I forgot that was your takeaway. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us on another episode. Go like us and follow us on social media, TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. Go listen to us and like us wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. And join us again next Thursday for another episode of Apologetically Me.